you ever thrown you a curveball that you weren't sure what to do with? You know, the kind where you think someone should really do something about this. Have you ever thought maybe that someone is me and then found yourself on a grand adventure you never saw coming? Me too. As a special needs mom, I have been saddened by what's available to my son. But instead of wallowing in it, I decided to do something about it. Along the way, I'm meeting extraordinary people and having the most wonderful experiences I never thought I'd have. I'm so inspired by what's happening around me that I want to share it all with you. Living Your Legacy is a community where ordinary people who've been called to create something bigger than themselves can come together to be inspired, connect, learn, and live into the legacies they want to see in the world. I'm your host, Michelle Slaney Travato, and this is the Living Your Legacy podcast. Hello, everyone. Michelle Slaney Travato here. Welcome to the Living Your Legacy show. Today is a solo episode. It's just me talking to you about some things that I've been thinking about, which is really kind of exciting, at least for me. So across the street from my house, they're actually building more houses. And so you may hear some noise in the background. And initially, when I thought about that, I was a little bit annoyed. But then I realized that the building across the street, well, I've been watching it. And I've been watching them dig and move things away and coordinate their efforts. And I realized that this is really kind of exciting, not just because they're building homes that will become somebody else's legacy or part of their legacy, but also because it's so closely connected to the legacy that I am working to build for my own family. And the goal that we have is that we would like to buy a home for our adult son. He is now an adult um, that has significant disabilities. Now, I won't go into a lot of details about it. If you'd like to get the details on that, you need to tune into episode 27, where I actually tell the entire story of our history and the legacy that we're building. But what I wanted to do, first of all, is to say, well, that I'm watching what's going on across the street with real great excitement. I can't wait to see who my new neighbors are going to be, what the houses will look like. It's going to be really an extraordinary adventure. And I'm so grateful that I get to be a part of it by watching it out my office window. It's literally right across from my office window. And then that got me thinking about all of you who are listening and watching the show. And I wanted to say a great big thank you. Thank you to everybody who is out there who's been participating in the show, because really you are actually a part of creating that legacy vision and growth for all of our guests who've been on the show. Now, I got some notes off to the side here. So if you see me looking that way or if you hear a pause for thought, that's me trying to figure out where exactly I am in those notes, because <laughs> I really wanted to make sure that I covered some important points with you today. Now, again, I am trying and working hard into living my own legacy and creating this life for my oldest son that's going to extend well beyond my own life. And I've been sharing that and sharing the stories of legacy makers and the professionals who support them through the podcast. And thanks to you guys, I'm starting to receive some feedback from our audience. And I love that. And the feedback has been really exciting for me. So let me tell you what I'm hearing. There's two really big things that people are saying that's got me so excited, and that's this. The first thing people are telling me is that they have no idea what their legacy could be. 
They've never thought about it before. They've never looked at it before. Now they're like, huh, what kind of difference and impact do I want to make in the world? So they're definitely looking at that. That's question number one. Michelle, I don't know what my legacy could be. And the second part is I have no idea how to make it happen. And those two things are actually really exciting to me because it means that you guys are starting to shift your mindset. And I love that. You're shifting your mindset away from legacy being the thing you leave behind when you're on your deathbed, when you're 92 and a half or 104 and three quarters. And, you know, you're looking back at your life and you're thinking, what legacy do I want to leave? The reality is that that point, so many people just have to give up because they feel that they can't make an impact. But I want to share with you that now that you're looking at it today, it's about living into your legacy. It's about deciding what you want to do and crafting that legacy as you go and bringing as many people along with you as you can. And so I'm so excited that people are asking those questions. So the most important part, though, is that people are actually starting to think this is possible. It's possible to create a legacy. It's possible to live into something bigger than yourself. It's possible to have more impact than you've ever imagined. And I love that. It has me just, oh, I'm just beyond thrilled. I'm so excited about all of those questions because that's just leading me to talking about this. At the point of the questions is where the magic begins. Say that again. At the point of the questions is where the magic begins. So what does that mean? Let me explain. If you're starting to think about what kind of impact do I want to create in the world? What ripples do I want to make in this lovely planet of ours? How do I want to make a change that's going to positively impact others that are important to me and people important to them? You're already starting to make magic happen because so many people just kind of coast through life and they don't really think about what they want to do or what they want to create in the world. And so they just, they don't do anything. They just go through life and that's that. But if you're asking these questions, you're already almost halfway there. You've already started to make a change just because you've changed the way you're thinking about things. So what I thought I would do is try to start answering some of those questions, or at least asking more questions that can help you answer your own questions. So today's episode is called Five Tips to Making Your Legacy Vision Clear. And we need to talk about that because having a clear vision um, needs to be your step one. So again, I'm moving my notes around here, folks, to have a look at it. A clear vision for what you want to create in the world sets the foundation for everything. And let me explain that. And I'm going to use um, an analogy from my dear friend, Phoebe Trotman. I interviewed Phoebe about her book, Never Quit on a Bad Day. Uh, in episode 54. So if you want to hear some more wise words from her, check into that episode because it really is quite um, extraordinary, as is she. And one of the things that Phoebe said, and I love this question that she's always asking, where is your bus going? 
Let me explain that. So let's just assume that you have to take a city bus somewhere. You're standing at a bus stop and a bus pulls up. Now, normally at the front or the top of the bus, it will give a number and a destination where that bus is going. But for the purposes of today, let's assume that bus says nothing. It's blank. And the door opens and the driver says, so do you want to get on? And you say to the bus driver, well, where are you going? And the bus driver says, I don't really know. And you say, oh, so you don't know where you're going. Well, when will you get there? And the bus driver's like, I don't really know. I'll get there when I get there. Here's the question. Would you get on that bus? Now, if you were feeling adventurous or you were bored, you might be like, yeah, sure, I'll get on and go for the joy ride. But the reality is most of us are really busy. We have so many things to do. We have places to be, people who need us. And we just, I would look at that bus driver and say, no, thanks, not the bus for me. I need to know where that bus is going before I can get on board. I need to know what the destination is. And along the way, I'd like to know kind of what the stops are. Now, if I don't know all those details, it's okay. But as long as I know where that end destination is or that one of those stops is the one that I need, then I'm happy to get on it. I also need to know when the bus plans to be there because, of course, I have commitments that I need to keep and all the rest of that. And I need to know the time that it's going to arrive. So let's take that and extrapolate that out into legacy. If you go out there and you're saying to the world, I want to create a legacy. People say, what is it? And you say, I don't know. And they say, well, how are you going to get there? And you're like, I don't know. Chances are they're not going to really get on board with you. So it's really important that your bus has a destination. And the destination is your vision, your legacy vision, the thing that you really want to create. That's really important because you need to build your legacy on a solid foundation just like the house being built across the street from me. If there's no solid foundation, we know that everything will just fall apart and crumble. And that's not what we want in the world. So again, we want to make sure that your legacy is, is just like that, nice and clear, the vision of what you want to build. But of course, the question is, well, what do I want to build? How do I figure this out? So I've got five tips today to help you do it. So here's the first tip which is actually a question. What are you passionate about? If you've never thought about this before, and now you're thinking you might like to create a legacy and build something that you can be really proud of in your life, the first step would be, what are you passionate about? Legacy building takes a lot of fortitude. It takes a lot of grit and determination. It takes ingenuity and resourcefulness, and it takes a clear vision. So if you're not passionate about what you're going to do, you can't stay the long haul. It's just not possible. We need to figure out what we're passionate about so that we can figure out how we're going to craft this vision. So if you're coming up blank on that question, what are you passionate about? I got a few little activities for you. So grab your phone or your laptop or a piece of paper and a pen and jot down this question. You don't have to do all the work right now because I'm going to move on to the other tips, but you can go back to it later. Maybe write down the questions that you really are like, oh, I need to think about that. That could be really useful. So here are a couple of questions and activities to start. Tip number one, what are you passionate about? So here they are. First, 
take some time to write down 10 things or activities that you would love to do in your spare time. These are things that you would, could, and have actually carved out time to do. They're things that are really important to you. They make your heart sing. You feel great when you're doing them. You love these things. So for example, you're coming up blank. It could be like gardening, or maybe it's fashion and you love following fashion and being fashionable yourself. Maybe it's volunteering. Maybe that just makes your heart sing and you really want to be a part of all that. So again, think about that. What is it that makes your heart sing? 10 things that you absolutely would carve out or have carved out time for because they're important to you. That, and if you get more than 10, that's totally fine. You just want to get them written down to get the juices flowing, to think about what's important in your life. Okay. Second thing, I want you to write down five to 10 things that you're completely passionate about. Now, that is different from activities. So those could be things like, I'm really passionate about my pets. I love them dearly. And I would have a million pets if somebody would let me have that many live with me. Or maybe it's seniors. I am so passionate about helping seniors. You know, every time I see a little old lady trying to cross the street, I jump up and help her. It's something I'm really passionate about. Or the environment. I, you know, recycle everything I possibly can in my house and everything else that the little small bits that I can't recycle or reduce or reuse. I, I make sure that they go into good places or I look at packaging and I choose what I'm buying based on the packaging so that there's less that would go in the landfill. Things along those lines. So take the time to write down five to 10 of those things, depending on how many you've got in your life. If you've got more, that's great. If you've got less, that's good too. This is just an activity, kind of get the juices flowing to think about what could become your legacy. Remember, the things that we're passionate about are the things that we're going to pour our heart and soul into. The things that mean so much to us are great places to choose a legacy building from. Okay. And then step three, once you got those two lists done, is to look for overlap in those two lists. Are there things that could or do actually just naturally go together. They kind of fit together really well. Like for example, maybe you love volunteering and that was one of the first activities you wrote down. And then you love animals. You're really passionate about them. Animals and volunteering, you could look for opportunities to volunteer. They, they kind of go together. So look for things that you could actually naturally just put together because that is a great start to figuring out what your legacy could be. And I love that. So sit down and do it. I've done it a couple of times. And every time I do, I always end up in the same place, which tells me that I'm on the right track for building my own legacy. Then tip number two, do your research. So you really want to have a look at what is already out there. So if you figured out an activity and a passion that kind of goes together and you're feeling really good about that, like, huh, I might like to explore that further. This is the part where you do that. Are there any organizations or individuals who are already working on that? Are there organizations or individuals who are working on parts of that? Um, that would be a really cool thing to figure out. You need to research it. 
Go in and do some Google research. Go in on Google, go on YouTube, look up those things, check out podcasts uh, to see if there's other people talking about the things that you've come up with that you're really interested in. Um, again, you want to like do some Google research, do some listening. Um, if it's possible, maybe go visit. If there's an organization and it's local to you, you could go visit. Or maybe you could arrange a phone call or a Zoom chat with somebody who works there who could give you more information or answer some questions. You might have to get clarity on really what is their mission, their goals, who is their audience that they're working with, and is that the same as what you're thinking about or is it slightly different, right? Read reviews. If it's an organization, there might be reviews out there. So read those things. Do some homework on this. And again, does what's already out there, if you find it, does it match with your passions and your interests? If it does, then it might be a great opportunity for you to get involved with whatever that individual or organization is doing to be a support system for that. And that's a great legacy in and of itself. We certainly need people out there making positive ripples in the world. So if it does, that's great. But if it isn't an exact fit or you happen to find like, nobody is doing what you're thinking about. Whew, that just gave me chills. There's some things now to think about. Is there a space or a place where something could be created? Is there a space between organizations? And I don't mean a physical space. I mean, like a gap that you see between what different organizations, you know, in your research, maybe what they're doing. And there's a space where there's missing a missing piece. Maybe that missing piece is the place that you pick up and you bridge the gap between two of them. What an amazing legacy that would be. Is there something that you could create? So again, is there something that you can tag off of? Like they're doing this piece and they're doing that piece. Maybe I can fit in here in this space or they're dealing with this audience or that audience. I see a place where this could go to a different audience. So I love that. Are there gaps that you could fill? Something to think about there. So once you do your research, you really want to have that in mind. Is there somebody out there doing exactly what I'm passionate about? In which case, then more power to you. Go get behind what they're doing, support it, get creative, join, volunteer, fundraise for whatever you feel called to do. That's an amazing legacy. But if it's not out there, if there isn't sort of a rule book or a guidebook written on how to do this thing that you're thinking about, is there a place that you could create something? So your research is really going to help fine tune the stuff from step one. Here's my passions and my interests. Now, is there somebody already doing this? If so, is this something that I can get behind and support or gosh, there doesn't seem to be a lot in this area. Maybe there's space for me to create something. So I love that part. And again, as you're going through all this, like keep these notes in your phone or your computer, or if you're like me and you like pen and paper, do it that way. But keep it because it's going to be really important later on. This leads us into tip three. What doesn't exist in the world, but you wish it did? Now, folks, this is the dream big part. So if you're figuring out that what you're interested in, there just doesn't seem to be exactly the right fit out there. This is the magic place where dreams can happen. 
And I love that. So here's the question I want you to ask yourself. If money and time wasn't a concern, what would you love to see in the world? I'll repeat that. If money and time wasn't a concern, what would you love to see in the world? So you want to be specific though. Um, World peace is great, but it's not doable because it's so big. So you need to be a little more specific. So I'll give you an example in my own life. My son just recently became an adult, a legal adult in Canada. And what I am discovering in this transition process for him is that there's not a lot. The adult system Uh, I think in many countries is one of less than for people with disabilities. There's less supports, there's less opportunities. And now I'm finding that there are less jobs, less jobs where he would be challenged and his full skill set could be brought to bear. Most of the jobs for people with multiple disabilities are very rote jobs, like putting labels on boxes to put them on a conveyor belt. And unfortunately, That's not where my son's interests and passions lie. And so for me, a specific thing, if I had no concerns around money and time would be this. I would love to see a recruiting company specifically designed for people with disabilities and special needs where they get matched in fulfilling, exciting jobs that are perfectly suited to them. Can you imagine a world where a recruiting company goes out and finds amazing opportunities for people with disabilities and special needs, and they can work with and educate employers to create those extraordinary opportunities? Now, as of writing this, I'm not aware of any recruiting company out there that does it. But if you know one, by all means, please reach out to me because I would be so thrilled to connect with them and hear what they're doing and possibly tell their story on this podcast. So that's a specific example for me, a recruiting agency specifically, like a headhunting agency, specifically focused on kids and adults with disabilities and special needs. I love that idea. So again, if money and time was no object, what would you, what would you love to see created in the world? I love that question. Now, here is the point where your fears and insecurities, and if you start talking about it, people in your world are going to tell you you're crazy. Your fears are going to start screaming at you. This is impossible. There's no way you could do this. You can't, don't have the time. You don't have the money. You don't have the expertise and all the other awful things we say to ourselves in our heads. This is where it's going to come up. And I want to encourage you to not let those fears stop you in their tracks, in your tracks. Those fears can stop in their tracks. Don't let the fears stop you. Sometimes, uh, I'm going to change that all the time. We have this little voice of hope inside us, but that little voice of hope, it's a whisper. It's a whisper in your heart or in your ear. It's the thing that makes you stop and pay attention to some place that's really you're passionate about. And there's a lack in there or an inspiring story that you're like, wow, they did that. Gosh, wouldn't it be nice if I could? Fill in the blank with whatever it is that makes your heart sing. 
Well, I want you to listen to that little voice. I want you to push aside the fears and the doubts. I don't want you to listen to the people who say you can't, you won't, don't, all those negative words. What I want you to listen to is the voice of hope and possibility. Because that's where this vision is really going to get crafted in a place of hope and possibility. And I want you to record it somewhere. Write it down. Really important. Write down not the negative thoughts, but all the positive thoughts, just like I shared about a recruiting agency. Wouldn't that be so cool? Like, really, um, that would be an amazing thing. So I want you to write down this vision that you've got. you for being a part of the living your legacy podcast community in 2022 we can honestly say 2023 is going to be an exciting year we've got some new things going on that we'd like to share with you the living your legacy podcast is now offering advertising spots we found many entrepreneurs spent lots of money on advertising last year only to find that they weren't falling in front of their ideal audience we'd love to help you get your message out let's discuss this Click the link in the show notes to book a time to chat and see if this could be a good fit for you. If you're feeling like there's there's nothing out there that's exactly your fit, if or maybe it is your fit and you see how it could be tweaked to be even better. Maybe you are looking at crafting this vision where you know, you've got a list of things. There's a gap in the world that you see that you could fill. And you have this vision of something that could be. This is the part where it's so important to write it down because this is where the catalyst is. This is where your vision can start to become real. And I love this place, which leads us to tip four. Assume it's possible. We are a society of people who assume it's not possible. It's too much time. It's too much money. It's too much effort. It's too many skills. It's too much this. It's too much that. And all of it is negative. And all of it leads people to drop their dreams like a hot potato. My goal here is to encourage you to assume whatever it is that's in your heart, that little voice of hope and optimism, whatever it's whispering to you, assume it's possible. And if you do that, you're going to shift your thoughts away from this is impossible to I'm possible. And when you do that, there is such power in this because I believe you are possible. You have the courage, the fortitude, you have the ability to learn. You can actually make this vision real. And if you doubt it, listen to this episode again and I'll repeat it. You are possible. You have everything in you that you need to be able to actually make this happen. There's stuff around you that you might need to figure out. That's okay. You're capable of figuring things out. And there's stuff you're going to have to learn. That's okay. You're capable of learning. And you're going to have to stretch and grow. That's okay. You're capable of all of that. You are possible. So I want you to just think about this because when you believe in something so strongly, you have everything in you to be the catalyst for change. 
the change you want to see in the world. I'll say that again. When you believe in something so strongly, when it just makes your heart sing, when you think about it, you feel yourself filling up with all kinds of emotions. It could be hope, excitement. It could be tears of joy or gratitude. Could be any of those things. When it bubbles up inside of you, know that you are possible and you could be the catalyst for change for more people than you can ever imagine changing their lives. You will touch and impact more lives than you ever thought possible. And if that makes you excited, like it makes me excited, then we got to ask ourselves some more questions. And here they are. What do I need to make this big vision real? What do I need to learn? This is a great place to start. So if you're looking at it and thinking, I have no idea how to do this, start breaking it down. What areas do I need to learn and grow in? Again, I'll come back to my own example. We want to buy a house for our son. Well, I've never bought a house that I didn't live in. So I needed to learn about real estate investing. I needed to learn what that is, how it works, who's involved, what kind of community is this? What words do they use? What do those words mean? How, what kind of path in that idea of real estate investing could work for us? Is it one path or multiple paths that will help us to get to our goal? So that's one example for me that I really needed to do some learning and growing in. And I'm sure excited that I did. And I still am. I've been doing that now for a few years and I love it. I love this community of people who are really enthusiastic about our vision for our son. So again, what do you need to learn? Okay. And then you want to write them all down. So again, on your phone, on your laptop, on your, a piece of paper, somewhere where you won't lose it. Write down all those things. Like, I'm not kidding. Write them all down. Every single one without judgment, without letting those negative thoughts come in and tell you, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Write them all down. And I'll tell you why. You want to not get overwhelmed. Sometimes when it's all jumbling around in your head, it can get very overwhelming very quickly. But when you take the time to organize your thoughts and put them down on a piece of paper, sometimes it can feel more doable. Like, oh, this just seems so big, but I get it. If I take this piece, I can go learn about that. That's doable. So you're breaking it down now into more doable chunks instead of this big, big vision. Now you're going to get down to some smaller pieces that are going to take you to the vision you want to create. Hey, again, um, it's probably going to end up being a long list and that's okay. In fact, that's great because that means there's lots of opportunity for you to really crystallize that vision as you're learning and growing. And the vision you have today may not be the vision you end up with, but this process is really going to help you refine it right down to what you want to see in the world and who you can serve through your legacy. It also gives you a measure, a place to measure your progress and to reflect where you've been and where you need to go moving forward. Because it's so nice. If you're like me, I love me a checklist. You get the checklist and you're like, check, done. And it's just a good feeling. It feels so good to be able to say, yep, I did that part. 
Um, and as you're going through it, of course, at the beginning, there won't be any checks on your list. And that's exciting too, because you get to pick a place to start. And that's so wonderful. And as you learn and grow in that area, it may give you more things that you need to learn and grow about. And that's awesome too, because it's all helping to refine down that vision that you got till you get to the ultimate vision you want. So that checklist is going to be really important to you because it now can guide where you're going to go to do your research, to do um, your Google searches, to look for agencies or organizations. It's really going to help you do all that. Just like the house that's being built across my street. They have, they have a plan. They have definitely got a plan. The house itself has a plan for how it's going to be built. They've got a plan for how they're going to lay it out in the neighborhood. Right now they're digging. So they've got a safety plan in place so that because I live on a mountain, they've got a, the house has got to be leveled out. So they've got to dig in different areas. And so they're, uh, I see them out there. They're checking the soil. They're checking the digging. They're making sure that everything is going to be safe for the foundation of that house to be added into our community. So we know that people do this in the real world. So it's time for us to do it for ourselves. And I love that. And this will lead us to tip number five today. And here's this question. Now that you've got your list, what is your first or next best step? Now, notice that I didn't say the best place to start. I didn't say what's your what's your sort of um, criteria in order of the 10 things you're going to do in the order you're going to do them. Nope. This is the place where you choose either your first step because you haven't taken one yet or what's the next best step I can take. And by doing that and choosing to come at it from a place of curiosity rather than a place of overwhelm and stress. It allows you to be open-minded to opportunities and possibilities out there that you never saw before, that you never saw coming, that are going to just sort of show up on your doorstep one day and you're going to be like, huh, I literally have never thought about that before. Or it's going to allow opportunities for people to show up in your life who connect as guides and mentors as you're pursuing this. And again, they're going to bring things to your attention where you're like, wow. Never thought about that. I do need to account for that. Add that to my list because now I need to go and do some investigation in that area. And again, it just helps you to refine further down, further down, further down what your vision is going to be. So what's your first or your next best step? Now, I have a whole episode on this with, again, another dear friend of mine, Jasmine Churchin. She does an episode on intuitive decision making. And if you're not sure which step is your first or your next best step, I encourage you to go back and listen to her episode. It's episode 48, and it's going to really help you get into your own sense of who you are and let your intuition guide you. Because truthfully, folks, when our intuition speaks to us, often like that little voice of hope, um, it very rarely, and in my experience, never has led me astray. When I've listened to my own intuition, I've actually been quite surprised by the extraordinary paths it's taken me down and the direction my life has gone in. And I've never regretted listening to my intuition, but we're so busy telling our intuition to stop that we're too busy doing other things that sometimes it's hard to find it again. And if that's you, Listen to Jasmine's episode so that you can get re into your yourself and your intuition and, and find that little voice again and let it speak to you. 
So if that's, if you're clear on that, then what you need to do now, and my advice to you would be to go through that list. What is one or two things jumping out at you as things that you could kind of get at right now, not next week or three months from now, but something that could be, you're like, huh, I'm curious about this or gosh, I didn't really realize I needed to know more about that. So the things that are kind of jumping off the list at you, figure out what your next or first best step is going to be. Do you need to go do some research? Do you have a friend who is connected to that thing? Like in my case, I had some friends who were realtors. So if I'm going to go buy a house, who better to talk to than a realtor about that, right? So do you have some friends who are resource people that you could connect with about it? I love that. And then once you pick the thing you're going to take action on, you've got to decide three things. So again, you might want to write these questions down. Question number one is this, where do I need to go to get more information? So is there a website? Is there um, a, a nonprofit? Is there a friend or a mentor, someone that you can connect with? You can go to get more information on that particular thing that's jumping out at you. Then, of course, because I believe in taking action, you know, a dream without an action plan or a vision without an action plan is just a dream. We don't want to be dreaming. We want to be acting on these things. So step two there would be, when will you get it on your calendar to do it? In other words, when will you actually carve out and set aside some time to do those things? Because I know that when I write things in my calendar, it gets done. I don't have to remember it. It's on the list of things to do. And then I look at it and go, right, yep, I need to get on that. And sometimes I'll schedule and block out chunks of time just to do that. That I, today I am going to do this piece. I'm going to do this research or I'm going to go read this article or I'm whatever it is that you need to do. Carve out the time. So put it on your calendar because what gets written gets real and what gets real gets done. So write it down, put it on your calendar, leave a, um, a notification in your phone, set an alarm, do whatever it is that you need to do to actually get moving, taking action on that step. So step one, where do you need to go to get your information? Two, when will you carve out time to actually go look at that and do it? And three, when would you like to have your answer formulated by? So um, again, going back to a specific example for me, um, we wanted to get involved in uh, real estate investing. We needed to do some learning on that. So where did I need to go to get information? I found a couple of real estate investing organizations and several Facebook groups. I joined the Facebook groups and I looked at what was being posted in there and I asked some questions um, to get some information for the organizations. One organization I actually joined as a member and I attended um, summits that they've had that are really awesome and they do a lot of education. So that was really useful for me. Now, when did I put it on my calendar? So obviously, if I'm going to pay to attend a summit or a, or a conference, I'm going to put that on my calendar because it's important to me. And I carved out the time to attend those things. But I also had to carve out the time to actually go and read their website 
and I had to carve out time to get into the Facebook groups to see, is this, does this have the flavor of what I'm looking for or no? And it took a few tries before I found some groups that I really liked. And again, is there opportunities to connect with people beyond just Facebook posting? Like, do they have meetups like virtual meetups? Because a lot of these groups are across Canada or international. So obviously I can't fly out to go see everything. So is there opportunities to connect? Would people there be interested in connecting with me and having a conversation? So I could say, this is what we're thinking about. And, um, you know, this is who we are and we want to make sure that we get this all done the right way. So is there opportunities to do that? And then, um, I put it on my calendar. So for example, I might reach out and say, okay, Jane, I love what you're doing there. Would you be willing to have like uh, a Zoom conversation with me to figure out what's going on, um, to figure out, help me figure out my vision, to share with me what you're doing and what you think could be a great way for me to go. And then I would get that scheduled and put on my calendar and I would make sure that I book time for that call. So you want to think about it that way. Now, for me, the answer to the larger vision for me is a 10-year goal. We are into year two of our 10-year goal. We're making great progress on it. We're learning and growing on the daily, but it is a 10-year goal. So I have a due date in mind for when I'd really like to have this finished by when I'd like to have um, all the the structure set up, the funding set up, like all the pieces in place for me is in 10 years. So I've got a due date in mind. Um, it's great for you to start coming up with that too. What's your due date for your vision? What is it that you want to create? How do you want to do this? Um, when do you want to have it done by? And again, this is not to cause you overwhelm or feelings of stress and anxiety. This is to allow you to keep on track. Like I said at the beginning, doing this, creating any legacy is going to take time and effort and fortitude and stick with itness. And so if you've got a due date in mind, remember that it can be flexible. If I need to take 11 years to make this happen, so be it. If I can get it done in eight, I'll be really excited. But I'm flexible on the end date. I just have an end date in mind. So that keeps me pushing forward to achieve it. So again, what is your, what is your end date? Excuse me. So now I'm just going to quickly recap the five tips. Tip number one, what are you passionate about? Follow those activities. See if you can figure it out. Tip number two, do your research. What is already out there in the area that you are considering building your legacy? Tip number three, what doesn't exist, but you wish did. So again, thinking about that, if it's not there, what do you wish was there? Tip four, assume it's possible. Move from the this is impossible to I'm possible. Empower yourself to take this on. Tip five, then figure out what's your first or your next best step. So folks, that's my five tips for today. And I really hope that they have given you some value in helping you to craft your legacy vision. Now, if you're a DIYer, let me know your progress. I would love to hear what you're doing. And I love supporting other legacy makers. You never know. You might even end up on this podcast sharing your story to inspire somebody else. So of course, 
please keep me in the loop about this process that you're going through and what you're dreaming about so that on the days when it's really hard, I can be one of your support people and remind you that you can get it done. So feel free to email me at michelle at livingyourlegacy.ca because I'm in Canada and share with me your progress. Share with me your dreams. Share with me your frustrations, your fears. Sometimes you just need to say it out loud and have somebody else say, I hear you, but you can do this and it'll just change the whole world for you. I would be thrilled to know what you're doing and be able to update our audience or share with people what visions are being crafted out in the world today. Be so amazing. However, if this is all feeling really overwhelming, confusing, and scary for you, oh, I have got you covered there too. Oh my gosh, I love you people. Um, I am so excited to announce that based on the feedback that I've been getting from my audience, based on what you guys have been telling us here at the Living Your Legacy podcast, that I am creating, I am actually, um, I'm going to be um, launching. Sorry, I was looking at my notes there. See, I warned you that this was going to happen, that I'd get lost in my notes. So I am super excited to announce that I am launching the Create Your Empowered Legacy course. So I've put it all together, taken all my years of of teaching and teaching student leadership, um, all my work in and learning and resilience and creating things, all my own stick with itness, and I am pouring it into this course to help you craft your vision. So if you are interested in this, if you'd like to be added to the wait list, which I've got going on, or you would like more information about it, there's going to be a new link in the show notes. So you want to look for that Create Your Empowered Legacy uh, title in the link so that you can get yourself added to the wait list. I would love to link arms with you and help you change the world for the better. That would give me so much joy and happiness in my own life. So folks, again, I hope that this has offered you hope and inspiration that you're really going away and thinking about these things and you're looking at what legacy you can put out in the world because frankly the world needs more hope and optimism and many more legacy makers now than we ever have before so i'll leave you with this final thought today my wish for you is that you continue to be awesome and start living your legacy today have a great one everybody take care Does the thought of follow-up give you a foul taste? Do you find yourself wondering how you can ever stand out from the crowd, but need it to be easy and convenient? With a system like Send Out Cards, you can stay in touch and top of mind with only a few keystrokes. People's inboxes might be full, but their mailboxes are empty. Reach people literally where they live, work, or play, and watch the warm fuzzies go to work for you. See the show notes for a link where you can send your first card on me. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Together, we can inspire more people to start living their legacy too. And let's keep the conversation going. We would love to hear all about your journey in living your legacy and support you along the way. Join our Facebook community, Living Your Legacy Podcast, where we connect, collaborate, and celebrate each other. Can't wait to see you there.